Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Mutual Friends. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive from your precious word. We're so thankful, Father, that you sent your word, and your word is a living thing, Father. We come ready today for more life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, Mutual Friends. My friends, today I witnessed to a friend of a mutual friend. It reminded me of how God is a relationship God because he created us for fellowship. Our close friends and family typically trust us the most as they know us the best. But when it comes to witnessing to those close friends and family about a personal relationship with Jesus, sometimes they can be the most difficult. That doesn't give us a pass to not do it, but they can sometimes be challenging. But we have some built-in credibility with a friend of a mutual friend because of our common mutual friend. So today I had the opportunity to meet someone I'd never met, but we had that mutual friend. As we were just talking about general stuff, where are you from, etc., he happened to mention that our mutual friend went to a church in so-and-so area. And as those of you that know me can imagine, that was like saying sickum to the dog. That opened the door for me to start talking about church and more importantly, about Jesus. And guess what? Like too many people that I meet today, they used to go to church years ago, but they don't anymore. And there are many reasons that I hear about for those that don't attend church anymore. For example, my parents made me go when I was young, but I don't go now. Or they'll say the pastor or people at my old church made me mad. Or those people are hypocrites. Or I don't believe in that anymore. And the excuses go on and on from there. But this new friend said, that he should start going to church again. And I gave him my testimony about my personal relationship with Jesus, and I believe God set up this divine connection today, and the Lord works with us and confirms his word. So I'm believing God lit a fire in him that will grow, just like that man yesterday that was going to be a fireman in hell, which leads me to the importance of prayer and witnessing to people. I've found that some people are pretty good at witnessing to people and maybe not so good at praying for those people. And I've also found the opposite. People that are good at praying for people to receive Jesus, but pretty inactive in witnessing to the lost. The next group is the largest. They don't really do either, pray or witness for souls. And sadly, the smallest group by far, are the people that do witness to the lost and pray for them to receive Jesus. Additionally, we have to remember that the devil is good at being the devil. He steals, kills, and destroys, and he is the master of deception. When we share Jesus and people begin to get a glimpse of the glorious light of the gospel and Jesus, the devil is right there to put a lie into that person's thoughts, or Satan will put one of his followers in their path to try to steal the seed 
that God has planted through our sharing of the gospel. Well, let's start today in John 15, verses 13 through 15 in the Amplified Bible. Jesus said, No one has greater love nor stronger commitment than to lay down his own life for his friends. Folks, we can never, ever forget that this is what Jesus did for all of mankind, but only a fraction of mankind will receive and walk in this gift. 14. You are my friends if you keep on doing what I command you. My friends, part of doing what the Lord commanded us to do is sharing the gospel and praying for people to receive Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. 15. I do not call you servants any longer, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you my friends because I have revealed to you everything that I have heard from my Father. Folks, Jesus has revealed everything that the Father has told him, including sharing the gospel, the Great Commission, and loving God and loving people. There is no true love for people without sharing Jesus with them and also praying for them. Now Ephesians 1.15 in the Amplified Bible. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all of God's people. My friends, if we truly have faith in the Lord Jesus, it includes a great love for all of God's people. And a stranger, including a friend of a friend, is just a friend we hadn't met yet. Now, Matthew chapter 22, verses 36 through 39 in the Amplified Bible. 36, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? 37, and Jesus replied to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Folks, we are not going to truly care about people if we don't first love the Lord our God with everything we have. 38, for this is the first and greatest commandment. 39, the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is, unselfishly seek the best or higher good for others. My friends, if we truly love our neighbors, including a stranger, like a friend of a friend, we're going to unselfishly seek the best for others. And nothing really compares to being saved, having that born-again experience so they can look forward to spending an eternity with Jesus in heaven. Now, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 6 in the Amplified Bible, a call to prayer. One, first of all, then I urge that petitions, specific requests, prayers, intercessions, prayers for others, and thanksgivings be offered on behalf of all people. Folks, the Father calls us to pray for all people. We can't get into this me, me, me prayer life. Much of our prayer life should be praying for others, and especially for the lost. There is nothing more important than praying for their salvation. Part of that prayer is rebuking the blinders that Satan has placed over their eyes and mind for the glorious light of the gospel to shine through. Once they begin to see that glorious light start to shine through, they'll soon want to come to Jesus and make the greatest decision of their life, being born again. 
We have to love all people, even those that say really peculiar things like, I'm going to be a fireman in hell. I've been praying for that man again today. We can't just witness to people and then forget about them. We need to pray about the people that we are going to meet and the ones we've already met. Two, for kings and all who are in positions of high authority so that we may live a peaceful and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. My friends, we can't forget about praying for our government leaders, no matter how lost they seem to be. Three, this kind of praying is good and acceptable and pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior. Four, who wishes all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge and recognition of the divine truth. Folks, notice that after talking about prayer for others, the next thing the Holy Spirit says is that God wishes that all people are saved and come to the knowledge of the divine truth. What is that divine truth? Verse 5, For there is only one God and only one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus. My friends, the divine truth is there is only one God and only one mediator between God and man, and that is Jesus Christ. Six, who gave himself as a ransom, a substitutionary sacrifice to atone for all the testimony given at the right and proper time. Folks, no matter who we meet, including a friend of a friend, we need to love them enough to share the truth that Jesus gave himself as a sacrifice for their sins. And if they receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, they receive that covenant gift and will join Jesus in heaven someday soon. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for Jesus, the sacrifice he made. We're thankful for relationships, Father, and that friends of friends are people that are on our list that we should be talking to, Father. Every opportunity you give us, we choose to love on them and share Jesus. In his name we pray, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.